0: <laughs> I I couldn't tell you anything about like record labels or, or anything like that. Dude,
1: there's still some huge bands on Fueled by rum and holy shit, they have Twenty One Pilots right now. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the Front Bottoms, front Panic at the Disco, Paramore, A Day to Remember, All Time Low.
0: Basically, all the people performing at We Are Young Fest. Yeah, oh man, I'm so I when we were young or whatever. I wish I could go to that. I wish it was real, man. I'm 100% convinced it's not real. You
1: think it's another fire? Oh, so many people think it's another fire fest thing.
0: Well, it's, you know, it's really weird. I don't understand why. Seen... Like, tell, me, tell me what's
1: going on. Have you seen the poster? Yes, absolutely. I, I fucking creamed my jeans when I saw the poster. Have you seen the date? No. It's The in... date? The date? The date.
0: Singular it's one day it's supposed to be one day right no fucking and so way. that's <laughs> but that's that's where it kind of gets weird because nobody on it as soon as i told you that you realized how impossible it is so yeah, there's like
1: 60 bands on that list
0: now i think they did say there are three or four stages but even then even if you take the entire day and do these bands like every band will get like 30 minutes 20 10 or 20 minutes to play and like these are some of the biggest names in this style of music and there's no way they're playing for like less than at least 40 minutes or something uh but it was weird because someone in the code of the website they found that they're like eventually gonna change the festival to two days and so there's a theory that they were building all this negative hype uh-huh. So that they could build the hype of the festival and then they're going to like fix everything that everyone's kind of worried about will, you know. Ne- oh but my
1: God, this is not sounding good.
0: It's a whole, it's a whole like conspiracy and I, just looking at the names, even if it was like a week long festival and everyone had ample time to play, it doesn't look like a real lineup. It doesn't look real. It's almost too you much. Know?
1: Like when I was there were so many moments where I was like what? What?
0: What? Yeah, Like holy there, shit. <laughs> there are like 60 65 bands on that lineup and I didn't know like four of the names. Right. And that's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Cuz usually I only know like I only know four of the names. Right,
1: especially now the older I get, man, I don't know any of these fucking kids.
0: It so my my theory is is that it's all just it's all scam. Oh my honestly. god. That'd be crazy, uh, but we'll see, man. We'll see. I, do you, when is that thing supposed to happen?
1: I don't know. A friend of mine's supposed to be going. I, th- I think it's in April or or May. Really? Yeah, I think. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We don't really know what's going I don't, on. I don't know, where Where am I?
0: Um. Oh, so it looks like they've extended it to three days. Okay. Yeah. Come on.
1: Like, let's be fucking realistic here. Dude, extend it to three... I mean, like, why don't you three, just lead off with that? Yeah, right? Extend it to three days and have two stages so no one no one misses a band.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm. they're probably gonna have three or four because, like... Well, because, like, with names as big as this... Why didn't you just start off with? You could easily get like three or four days easily with a lineup like this My Chemical Romance, Paramore, The Used AFI, Avril Lavigne, Bring Me the Horizon, Day to Remember, Taking Back Sunday. I'm not even gonna get into that's it. It's insane because that's just like four of the 40 names. Man, I would love to see
1: AFI again, they're so good live.
0: Oh, dude, that's I, another I,
1: guy. like just like Nate Russ like Davey Havoc he can he can hit that shit like the stuff that he's singing on the records he can hit it live and uh, uh oh I th- did you mean did you think I meant something different <laughs> mm-hmm. that he could hit that shit I mean
0: he could hit it he, if you want I mean Davey Havoc
1: could definitely hit it if he wants He's going to have
0: to pay me though I'll pay him
1: <laughs> I'll give him another cat or whatever he wants
0: but like you remember when my chemical romance made that comeback right and everyone yeah. was freaking out about it mm-hmm. and now my chemical romance is one of like the 50 bands in this roster yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't add up to me but we'll see well
1: anyway i i hope it's real because that'd be awesome but yeah shout out to Fuel by ramen
0: <laughs> <laughs> good job guys What though? Uh. Here's something that I forgot that I wanted to bring up. You always record our conversations. Uh, well, yeah, but that's like for a separate thing. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> for another project of mine. That's for another personal thing that no one really needs to look into too much. It's for any time you want to, you need to blackmail me. You're just
1: gonna like splice different audio of mine together and have me saying some crazy shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I already know about that project. I you mean, told me about why that. Why did you? You got drunk do you think like I got last year and told me all about it. Did I? Yeah. Is that what Ooh Yeah. You just Alright, well I mean, you know what blackmail I have, so it's not like you're gonna errat me. That's true. So I already know to to walk
1: uh tread lightly around you.
0: You tread lightly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That menacing
1: um, tone in your voice right now? Yeah, I recognize it.
0: I wanted to ask uh, how your other uh, inferior podcast is going.
1: <laughs> uh first of all
0: Uh,
1: if someone, if, if we go back to our first couple episodes of, of this podcast, you would say that I would think that was pretty inferior to where we are at this point as well. (laughs) Um, no, it's going good, man. Only two episodes recorded. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept. It's just like three dudes who, uh, we go in with one, we each pick a topic that we want to bring into, like, you know, bring to the table and, uh. They don't know what that topic is going to be. I don't know what their topics are going to be like until we start recording and then we just go in order. And uh, it's been a really it's been it's made for really good conversation because uh, the two guys that I'm doing it with, they're both really fucking smart, like really intellectual. And and I feel pretty intimidated by them when they start like getting into it, you know, because I sometimes can't even get a word in edgewise. They'll just fucking go about some really – they'll just go off about slavery back then compared to modern slavery now for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm just sitting there just, like, stoned. Just (laughs) Just kind of, like, soaking it in. I'm definitely listening a lot because I feel like I'm learning a lot from them, but I'm also just, like, pretty fucking intimidated that I I just feel like I don't have much to add to the conversation. So, like, you know, one of them will bring up, like – Oh, I just need. I just really want to talk about, you know, how the modern slave system and the prison system are doing this and this. And I'm just like, all right, let's, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to talking about, you know, fucking uh, drum drum sounds for 45 minutes. I mean,
0: so. y- yeah, like, do they always come in with those? Pretty like, heavy. All, man. Pretty, pretty heavy. And you probably come in with like, yeah, I got this new strain the other day. And that's
1: literally the the first episode I wanted to talk about weed. And the second one, I was going to talk about weed again, but then I was like, no, I want to talk about why are all BMW drivers assholes and okay. break down that fucking theory. Uh, but then I, I totally, squ- I totally like scrapped it because I was so intimidated by like, well, they're bringing in all this shit about like some football coach that got like, uh, you know, discriminated against because he's black. And then there's like this, you know, he wants to talk about modern slavery and and i'm like fuck man so i'm like all right let's talk about the joe I mean, rogan spotify like drama and that's what i brought in last time
0: i man i not to not to produce your uh, little podcast for you yeah step off but it seems like you you could y'all could really use like a bit of levity yeah I, and like the yeah. stuff you bring in could be a good <laughs> kind of like you know like breather
1: i'm glad you, i'm honestly glad that you said that because i was thinking the same thing and then i thought like i'm going to sound like such an idiot Compared to these two guys, like if they're like you know, let's talk about you know existentialism and what that means for you know the the, the black society in in Southern California, and I'm just like, whew, all right, yeah, let's get into it, man. Like, I'm I am down for this conversation, and then I'm like, uh, <laughs> I like bongs that are blue. <laughs> I just feel like such a fucking moron, but I, I'm glad that you said that because I I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I need to be. I need to be the levity a little bit in that conversation, um, which I have been. So it's like even when they're going off on this super serious shit, I'll just find joke. I'll try and find a joke in there, you know? And, and so right. that, that's that's yeah. kind of my style.
0: Because like unless it's like a specifically like political podcast, you know. It's like, not. It's called Three it's Fuckers not. and a it's Mic. Like, <laughs> it's, it's free form. so. Yeah. We're calling. Yeah, it, yeah. that's kind of what
1: it is, and it, and it ends up being you know some conversations go on longer than the, than we planned, and and what's cool too is that we're mixing in music in there. So after at the end of every segment, we each pick like a song that we want to play because I think we're gonna put this on Anchor FM or something where there that can actually be music on the pod. Hey, um, kind of adding to the vibe, which I I really want to revisit for for earbuds. Like I really think it'd be cool to have our choice nugs on the episodes. You know so people can like listen to him and then hear his talk and then you know uh, it would definitely extend the length of the episode so that's something to think about i mean about. <laughs> you know? that's
0: definitely if we could like release a version of each that might be good but that might just be too much That'd work. be too
1: much work yeah um and the and it's like using anchor fm the editing would be a fucking massive headache <laughs> to edit each episode to go on anchor fm i don't even think i want to do that to be honest
0: Nah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if, I, I feel like people come to the episodes either to get into something new or to listen to something they've already heard, and if we pitch right. it well enough, they'll go out and they'll look at the songs that we brought up, right. hopefully. Right, <clears throat> I agree,
1: uh, and I, I honestly just, like, don't want to do anything different, because this has been so much fun and going so well that it's like, let's not make <laughs> this more into a job, you
0: know? We've already we've already done enough. We're doing a to lot. like make it more of a like we have a whole day now we like put aside like three or four hours yeah
1: listen to multiple albums talk about multiple albums just to have more content out there for you fuckers (laughs) (laughs) for you no thank yous we never get a thank you
0: aside from maybe andres
1: yeah that's true our 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 friends uh Seem to really enjoy this podcast, and that is enough for me, man. That's that makes it really fun.
0: But it's not enough for me.
1: No, you're a you're a fa- a fame whore.
0: Yeah, I I crave the attention. Mm-hmm. Social. I may select. be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. You know.
1: I mean, you make bad feel so
0: good. I and see that's that's what, how I've always approached life. <laughs> you're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> every day you wake up and you're like, I can't wait to make this look good.
0: Ah, I gotta make this stink. <laughs> I I smell gotta like make fucking roses. <laughs> right.
1: Your boo <boo-boo> boo <laughs> smells like roses.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And uh, speaking of stink, what's up, buds? Welcome to another episode of the Ear Buds Podcast, baby. Boo 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 earbuds. That's a show where we talk about very good albums for a very good amount of time mm. as very good buds. Mm i am your first bud uh brett hard planet hanrahan oh. <laughs> join with me as always is my buddy lucas easy star Intercops. hey i'm easy and i'm a fucking star and hey bubba you're a star i'm a star don't let anyone tell you different i'm a star and uh today we got a very we got a special episode you know it's this is the first time we've done this yeah uh not the last no surely. we're gonna be doing this
1: throughout the throughout this year of of 2022 the year of our lord we're going to um try and uh you know bring albums to the pod that aren't so you know just fucking uh just to, <laughs> to toot our own horns or just get excited to talk about one of our favorite records like um there's a lot of anniversary records this year. A lot of like 10, 15, 20, right. I think even 50 year anniversaries that we might be covering. And and so Oof. this uh, this album was one of them, man. And wow, I haven't thought about this record in so, so long.
0: Oh, man. Let me... Dude, I can I... hear the music,
1: by the way, like if you're listening to it. Or am I listening
0: to it? I'm not listening to it. Oh, I'm
1: just fucking stoned and I forgot I pressed play. <laughs> 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 so yeah, we're listening to Some Nights by Fun. Um, huge record when this fucking, when this thing came out, man. And I forgot that this
0: came out so long ago. I think this is the 15-year anniversary? This is the 10-year This is the 10-year anniversary. Year. Wow. Uh, 2012, which is so fucked up and weird because it seems like it was just a couple years ago that Fun hit the scene and kind of went on this blaze of glory. This, like two year span of being like a huge band and then kind of what happened leaving the public eye i you know i read the wikipedia um they said shortly after they finished this album they were working on a new one Mm -hmm. uh since then the members have kind of gone off to other groups the singer uh made a solo album oh have you heard that yeah not the same (laughs) We'll, we'll get into this a little more in the podcast, but I've actually, I mean, I really like this album. Uh, I really and like so it, too. I've checked out other, like, affiliated bands. Like, I've checked out Nate Roos' solo album. I've checked out The Format. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard of that. I, I know
1: Dog Problems by The Format. That was a really good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, have you, I've listened to Jack uh, He he's in a band called Bleachers, I believe, and I think right. it's just him. And I really liked it, really good pop music.
0: Uh, and for whatever reason uh i don't like any of those other projects i don't even like the first album this band fun came yeah, out yeah
1: i didn't i mean compared to this record dude no, there's, it, there's no it, comparison
0: it's, it's such so, a different style it it feels like they always had it, this singer Nate Roos, has always had this theatrical yes. thing about him always a theater kid you know, dramatics and that was present in the format. There are some and very
1: obvious like musical sounding songs on this record.
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean that intro. Oh incredible. Oh my god, I love
1: it. Incredible. And it's uh, so fun. But... And I usually hate musicals. And I <laughs> if you listen to some nights with uh the idea that this is a musical and you can you're hearing these songs on stage, it almost makes it more entertaining and it's already so fun to listen to you know like the namesake of the band dude like they fucking own that name on this fucking record
0: even though I I think it was probably sarcastic like undercase fun with a period at the end yeah I love it it's so hipster (laughs) um but yeah it's so theatrical this is the only fun like thing I like at all is this album and I love it this album and i love how i mean we'll just get into it but like it is it is kind of a play you know this whole album is kind of a play and there was a theory online that this is a concept album Uh, Yeah, where it's like something
1: about you know how the the term some nights is it might be referring to where you, you might be a completely different person yesterday is than you are today so it's like well some nights on this guy and some nights on this guy and some nights on right. that person so yeah that's kind of the idea and it's a it's an interesting i i think it's a very loose concept because i don't think they ever owned the fact that it was a concept record uh but it it kind of does land a couple times when you think about the the range of musical styles that you hear on this album and you think okay that's mm. who he is tonight you know like that's that's right. this night like i'm feeling you know, pop punky and fun. And this night I'm feeling kind of sad and and like reflective. And then these other nights I'm feeling really motivated. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fucking do this, you know. And uh,
0: yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I I never really even uh recognized the magnitude that that happens on this album. But you're totally right. Yeah,
1: I mean, was this album as huge for you and your friends as it was for me and mine?
0: Not at all. Uh, really. <laughs> the singles, obviously you heard, you heard, uh, fucking tonight. Yeah. You heard that everywhere. That song was fucking huge. It was everywhere. It was huge. And Carry On were also very big. Carry On was big
1: and I didn't remember it being so like soft. Back then, I remember it being so much bigger and, you know, like louder and then listening to it now, I'm like, oh, this is kind of a, like a more chill
0: song. Yeah, it does have, it does have a big moment or two, but yeah, yeah for the most part, it's kind of like a more, chi- I, I'm not going to say chill,
1: no, but no. there's a, even though there's, there's some of that on this record, but yeah, it, this album was huge for, especially one of my friends, uh, man, I heard this album so much driving around with him and hanging out with him and I loved it. Not as much as he did, um. But I did like it a lot, and then listening to it now, I almost like it more now than I did when it first came out.
0: Man, it, it, that's so weird to hear, because, like, no one I knew was ever talking about this album. I feel like I stumbled onto a gem when I listened to this album. Yeah. I I, I thought I was, like, the only person that regularly listened to this thing. Were you all,
1: like, two – because you were in the punks, right? You were a punk back then.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm still a punk. Yeah, I'm I would say I am, too. And- yeah. Sure. Yeah, like a dad punk. <laughs> I'm dad punk. Yeah,
1: uh, I'll like I'll wear dickies and listen to Pennywise if I have to, <laughs>
0: but I'm not gonna like it. I mean, if I got it, if I have to, um, I have the material. But
1: was it was it also the kind of the you know the the punk thing where uh, if you listen to anything but punk,
0: you weren't really punk? So, I mean, I definitely did have that complex, and like you know, mostly middle school, but also high school. And like entering college where it was like if it's not rock, it's you know, not for me. If it's rap is all stupid and Yeah. Yeah, that's and all, all this... and like pop music <clears throat> is all stupid. All the
1: all the hipster indie stuff is so vapid and you know, punk oh, is the only yeah. real thing. And guys, can we make punk more fucking welcoming again, please? Like I think it's happening. <laughs> I can see it like actively happening. But man, punk got so gatekeeper and, and fucking, you know, Measuring dick, measuring
0: for so long and I was so over it. I mean, I'm I'm lucky that I was always kind of like a milk toast dude in our little punk scene. I was just wearing. <laughs> so was like, I, man. I was wearing board shorts. Yeah, I was just like bands. wearing jean shorts and like Mickey Mouse t shirts and stuff. Yeah, and like it, no one really ever gave me shit for it, but there was always this like air. There was like this silent atmosphere. Uh, that I felt personally, that like I have to like this certain music, and if a yeah. music sounds like if a music crosses this line over here, then it's automatically bad, and I'm not going to give it a chance. And you know that yeah. kind of happened with these guys because that hmm. hit was so big, and it played so much. I got so annoyed with it. Yeah. Well, are um, you talking
1: about We Are Young?
0: Yes. That song but was I, everywhere. I, luckily i can listen to it in the context of this album oh I for love whatever it. reason
1: i love it yeah
0: but it did get super old but I, I i
1: wasn't listening to the radio it just got old because my friend played it all the time <laughs> so it's like I, I as much as i liked the record i was like dude i can't hear you know uh it's all right. all right or again you know i'm like can we stop listening <laughs> to the song but yeah, so uh, you got kind of, you know, you got kind of judged cuz you you get silently judged uh in the in any scene, you know? You're const- you're being constantly graded. So if someone knows that you're listening to We Are Young, which is probably the biggest pop song on the radio at that time, you know, they probably actively, you
0: know, were your friends like actively fucking hating that song and then you liked it and you're like, god damn it. I mean, it's it's so hard to look back at those times like you know high school and college cuz a big part of it was i was assuming things that people were thinking you know and i didn't right. wait for people i didn't actually like let people <laughs> like tell me genuinely like what they were thinking i always just assumed it and i assumed all eyes were on me this whole time making sure i wasn't a poser yep. and it's not like that at all but when you're when you're in this weird society that is high school and like even going into college yeah. it's you know I don't know and so I I kept it a little all pop music I kept to myself I never let anyone know I was into it sure uh but it wasn't even until probably like you know a couple three or four years after this record came out that I actually gave the album a chance and when I did I you know I, I was in a much I kind of like understood society a little bit more. Right. At that point, and I was able to like, you know, I recommended it to people, and they're like, ah, yeah, 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 whatever. You're like, seriously, dude. Like, get over whatever
1: prejudices you have, or whatever, you know, <laughs> insecurities you have about listening to a pop record, and give this a chance, because this album, legitimately, dude. Like, this is a bold statement, and and I'm you're used to me making bold statements, so, <laughs> I honestly w- want to hear your thoughts on like the first four songs on this record the some Nights right. intro and then some Nights we are young and carry on is that some of the best four songs in a, like for an album on any record <sighs> like of so many records of the last like recent history let's like say in the last 20 years. What album has four songs, like the first four songs in a row, that are fucking straight bangers and all singles?
0: It's you know, it's a lot of people say about this album. I've I've seen a lot of people say that the album is good for the first four songs, and then after that, it's trash. Right. I was surprised which,
1: to hear that the Metacritic rating was only sixty on this on this album, and and the main criticism I saw was that the second half of the record does not match the first.
0: Which I don't. I don't think that's I don't think that's ex- ex- very fair but the song immediately after Carry On is kind of a jank transition. It is. Into the next it is not the song Y'all Should Have Had after that song. Yeah, uh, and,
1: but I you know as much as I wish that they had kind of peppered out those first four songs throughout the record rather than had them all in a row like that. I mean that is just such a strong you know way to come out on an on an album dude that it's it it's you're you're doing yourself a a disservice while also giving people the best of what you got right up front so it's like i understand the criticism of of the second half not being as good but i genuinely like pretty much every fucking song on this record
0: yeah and i don't it's to me making assumptions about people again uh my impression of this singer throughout his discography is that he's you know always just wanted to be a musician who gets some success and maybe even fame in it so it seems like this album maybe they're like last hurrah or that's what it uh, seems like now in hindsight ten years later it does. they're like we're just gonna go all just firing on all cylinders we're gonna put all these amazing songs here I mean the some Nights intro is Fantastic, And then it's it goes amazing. into Some Nights, which is – it's it's that song has given me goosebumps on, on a couple occasions. Yeah, just like a,
1: a good Queen track, uh, which right. is what Some Nights – and that Queen is just – that influences throughout this whole record with their harmonies and their – his fucking right. really strong emotional delivery on every single song. And Some Nights, like, yeah, definitely goosebumps worthy uh, at times. And there's even some, like, Michael Jackson – sounding stuff in there where he's like doing a little talking there in the middle and man yeah and then you have we are young which is one grammy for song of the year in 2012 right they won two grammys for this record uh best also new artist and song of the fucking year
0: also won the grammy for most underwhelming feature in a song that i've ever heard
1: Wait, yeah who knew janelle monae was on we are young until we fucking listened I, to this album again
0: until we like watch the music video and like who is this person I What's had going on I had
1: here? no idea until I was listening to this like last week and I'm like dude Janelle Monae one of the, one of the she's a huge name in
0: pop she's not a small name no
1: but back then she was 10 years ago
0: I mean sure but yeah. she still had a good amount of momentum back then
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, she was. I was listening to Janelle Monae in 2012, for sure. Uh, but I still had no idea that she was on this song. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, man. The, the, there's so much Queen, and like I even hear like Hall and Oates and uh, Michael Jackson on this. And what's interesting is like a lot of hip hop I hear on this record as well. And Nate, the singer, is quoted saying that he listened. He was listening to a lot of hip hop while recording this, specifically "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" by Kanye.
0: Right, and so all that kind of mixed into the melting pot of a theater kid. Right, where you have uh, <laughs> arena rock,
1: theater, like musical hip-hop, and then also pop-punk, like on uh, uh, It Gets but Better.
0: I, but I would never say that it gets out of the realm of just, like, pop. No,
1: it's all pop. It's all pop you know? music. And and it, oddly enough, I can hear the hip-hop influences in there. Um, but... Man, they... I, I think you have a lot... A lot of credit should go to the... To the producer on this record. um, Because, like... I mean, Nate's voice is incredible. Um, right. And the aesthetic... Like, I, I... There was a lot more auto-tune on this record... Than I remembered. And... But they never used it... They used it purely for aesthetics. Like, because he has an incredible voice. And I 100% believe he can hit those fucking high
0: notes. Right. And it's yeah. so,
1: like, goosebumps-inducing... Uh, but I do think a lot of credit should be given to Jeff Basker, the producer. This dude like produced "My Dark Twisted Fantasy." He was working with Kanye, uh, or he was working with Beyonce at the time when Nate wanted him to re- produce this oh, record. Wow! And he kept saying, "I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm I'm already working on on a Beyonce record." And Nate like convinced him, dude, like this it needs to be you. Like, there's no one else that can do this but you. And he did it, and two Grammys came out of it. You know, like I I have to say, I would assume Jeff Basker had a lot of influence on this music, uh, especially on the different, every song has a different drum sound or they'll have like synth trumpets, uh, or they'll auto tune his voice. or they'll do something like just really unexpected. And I have to, I have to think a lot of that is Jeff putting, putting some work into it. And he, he took an album that, you know, he worked on my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which was the influence on this record, you know, essentially. <laughs> right. And so it's so cool that they got him to produce it, and, and what a fucking final product,
0: you know? Yeah. It, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's... It's, it's, it's hard, because I wouldn't say it's a very influential album at all. Surprisingly. I haven't heard many people taking... You know, I haven't heard many people trying to do what this album did, but... I still think it's a fantastic album, even if it's not, like, the most groundbreaking thing either. Yeah, there's something that...
1: They're not doing anything that I haven't heard before, but I think the way that they're putting this stuff together is the first that I've heard before. Like, like on It Gets Better, where they're going, like, for the most part, and then once you get to the... Like, all of a sudden, like, the stuff! Life shining
0: yeah, whatever they, that beat is. They, yeah,
1: the tick, 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 like weird triplet thing going on. And it's like they do, they're, they're, the combination of hip hop and uh, pop punk is, is something that we're hearing a lot more now than we were 10 years ago. So maybe there is a, a sort of influence on this, you know?
0: Maybe, but Anything I, I doubt Hoopla, if you taught. Talked... You know, like this doesn't. It, it gets better. <laughs> it gets better.
1: Doesn't sound that much different to a Kenny Hoopla or like a Jaden song.
0: Yeah, but I feel like if you went up to Jaden or Kenny Hoopla and were like, "Hey, how big of an influence was Fun on you?" <laughs> they probably wouldn't cite them. Ask them. I. You know what? I will. Yeah, fucking ask them, dude. Genuinely, like going back to
1: some nights, I really, um, I really don't think. There's one song on here that I don't like.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, the first couple times, uh, the the beginning of it's it gets better is a rough sell. Yeah, it just kind of sounds sloppy and messy. I used up, to and, hate uh, that song.
1: Back, you know, when it first came out, I I genuinely hated that song, and it became one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> uh, in the bonus track, "Out on the Town" is like oh, it's so good. Oh, I didn't listen
1: to the bonus track. I was no. thinking the outro, because Stars is such a good song.
0: Yeah, I, I only listened to it, because like, every version of the CD I've run into has it. Oh, okay. So I just considered it a regular okay, thing. Okay,
1: yeah, I didn't listen to any of the bonus stuff.
0: Uh, But aside from that, I mean, One Foot can be a little repetitive. I like it, though.
1: I like the hip-hop vibe on it.
0: Right, the uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy vibe. Totally.
1: Like and I love the yeah, the melody of the verses is really catchy and fun. I mean, that's across this whole record. It's so fun to sing along to. Right. There's so many catchy choruses on this. It's like it's like the only song I don't really like that much is uh Why Am I The One? But that chorus is incredible.
0: Right. So it's it, like even... I don't like
1: listening to the whole thing, but that chorus like I have to sing
0: along every time. Even if you don't like it, you can recognize like you can you can like feel this guy, you know yeah, yeah Nate's, you can you can feel like that he really believes he's been struggling with a lot of stuff,
1: yeah he has a his lyrics are really really like personal and uh emotional, and they seem like i mean he's he seems like he's telling life stories. Um, a lot and, and he Yeah he's He has very like Vulnerable lyrics And Combining his lyrics um, With his Delivery With how How good he is At like getting emotion Out of his voice And really feeling it Man There are moments where like I almost cried Listening to this record Like And it's weird On one of the One of those moments Is on Why am I the one um, hmm. And it's It's just because I Genuinely Or generally I don't really Like the slower st- Songs like that But like I said The chorus is amazing And then when he goes uh, For uh, for once I feel like I'm I'm right where I belong right. Like for once I, I feel like I'm right where I belong Is such a Amazing line And I was thinking about That line like How many times have I thought that In my life And it's so cool to think That I've thought that So many times in my life Like wow, I feel like I'm finally, like, I feel like where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now. And I've, I've, it just made me reflect, man. And it, it just, like, it really, that, that line hits really hard.
0: That's a beautiful thought, man.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of, you know, this this album gets that out of me, dude. It, there's so many lines. And, and, I, and again, like, his delivery, it's just like Matt Embry, dude. Like, the line can be such, maybe a nothing line until you hear it saying the way that they sing it. And then it it just it hits so so hard, and there's so many of those lines on this record, and and I really really right. love
0: it. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and I
1: love his lyrics, man. I, I think he's I think he's a great songwriter.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's as you said, it's like very personal stuff that he's been working through, but it's not so personal that it's. Like isolating yeah, or anything. Yeah, it's not
1: alienating or like uncomfortable to listen to. You know. Yeah, it's still, it's not, it's still it's not stuff not you can Jonathan relate Davis. to. Yeah, you can you can relate to to Nate Russ's struggles. You know, just because how so many of his songs are about either heartbreak or just like family issues or just figuring yourself out or you know getting through a tough time. There's so right. many. Yeah, there's so many. Um, like you said, so so many relatable themes and and topics on this album that. Even if you're not going through that shit, it's so fun to sing along to and, and belt it out and, and get it out of you because, like, you've been through it, you know? You understand where he's coming from on all these songs.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, and I, I just stumbled onto All Alright. Oh, so uh, good. <laughs> I wrote in,
1: in all caps, these choruses, man, on a All Alright. I'm like, come on, dude.
0: It's It seems like definitely the song... That everyone is, like, screaming their lungs out to at the bar. Crying. When, like, yeah, crying. Yeah. Like, when the band plays it. Oh, yeah. It's all, I got nothing left inside, inside my of my chest, chest but, it's but it's all, all right. right. So fun. The
1: only thing I don't like is that little hiccup drum beat, but even that grew on me. Because it fucking works.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird, yeah, it's like an off beat, and it's yeah. like... It's definitely not what I would have done, it's but very they weird. did it, and it 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 works out well enough. It
1: does, yeah. Man, it's like I'm so curious what your fucking choice nugs are. Uh, you want to fucking get into them then? I, I I think we've said uh what there is to say about the album as a whole. I got nothing. <laughs> I think else. we
0: said one or two things that relate to yeah. the album.
1: I got nothing else inside of my chest. If you do, you can. You can say it, bro. We'll talk through it.
0: Uh, well, all right. Let me get to my first nug. It
1: is time. It is time. It is time for choice nugs. It is time. It is time. It is time for choice nugs.
0: Which is gonna be all alone. Ah, it's a great song, dude. I love the Skippy beat. I love the part of the song where like. the girl voco comes in who is uncredited by the way yeah i was wondering about that i thought if i was wondering if it was janelle again well, cuz she contributes more than janelle did yeah for sure you know um but i like that part and like she's kind of chiming in and she has her own like she's like talking about something else you know and they're yeah. kind of like you know going back and forth it's super catchy that chorus I feel so all alone. Yeah, that... it's <laughs> like dude be catchier. It's almost, Jesus it's Christ. almost
1: cheesy how catchy. It's so it is. cheesy and it's so so fun. I mean the whole thing that that hip hoppy beat, it's like that's not a hip hop beat for a rapper. That that's a hip hop beat for like sug- <laughs> right. That's like sugar ray or or like even the <laughs> offspring. Like, I could hear The Offspring playing that that same chorus. that ding, 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 Right. Just, like, I love the harpsichord sound and stuff and the fake trumpets. It all is just so cheese and perfect.
0: And then it gets... And then that bridge happens where it kind of gets a little, like... There's, like, a tiny little distorted guitar in the background. And I don't know of... Which... Is another singer that I don't think is Nate does that like one line, where he's like,
1: oh, I I "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah uh, it,
0: like, it's probably Jack. Yeah, I assumed it was just another dude in the band. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: dude. Yeah, all alone is is just like write a catchier course.
0: Right. Come on, dude. <laughs> like,
1: come the fuck like, on. Come on, man. It's it's not fair. <laughs> I mean it's it's another like, you know, there's there's only been one or two albums that we've talked about that have made me um offended by how catchy it is. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm pers- I take it personally like how how good they are at writing a a, a chorus.
0: I'll tell you, it's been more than a couple times uh that this like a section of one of these songs got s- Stuck in my head at work, and I could not pry it out. Dude, I was
1: listening to it um, earlier on, like my just on my computer speakers while you know me and Christina were hanging out, and she was like yelling shit from the other room, being like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that reminds me so much of Kanye!" And it's like, "Oh, I forgot this song was on there," and you know, and, there's, and I'm just singing along to every single song. And uh, right. All Alone is definitely, like, it's it's so fun. It's, it's the whole album, but, yeah, it's a, that's that has to be. All of these songs are going to be someone's choice, Snug. I'm convinced.
0: Right, and even if you can't actually sing them, it's so fun to sing. Them. I fucking, I went for it. <laughs> I, I go for it every time. Oh, I don't t- leave anything back. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh Like on Carry On, that fucking line where he's, oh, how does he go where he's like, and I like to think. I can
0: cheat it off and I the times, cheated cheated that's such a like a musical thing you know just that one part yeah it sounds like uh it sounds what, like it's from lem Miz or something what's that song by sticks <laughs> oh god uh, like oh mama can you hear for my life that one no it's the one uh sail away come sail away yeah that's what come carry sail on is away. carry
1: on a sail away Uh, And I like to think that Yeah, there's so many things like that Alright, yeah, All Alone, fucking great song So good I could just like, I could just gush about every song On this record, basically Well, why don't you gush about one to two of them (sighs) Dude, I'll gush about one real quick And it's the fucking
0: opener, man Some Night's Intro Some Night's Intro? Yes Oh, wow Okay, I was not expecting that Neither was I
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a journey listening to this album because it jumped around I mean obviously we are young and so many other songs I'm just like oh I mean that has to be my one of my you know but I landed on some fucking weird ones and it was the first one was some nights I think that is probably my favorite song on the whole record Wow and it's because I see it all completely in my head the whole time I'm listening. He is the, in right. the intro is him standing on a blank on a black stage with one spotlight on him. And he's just kind of singing to himself you know and all of a sudden that oh,
0: oh, 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 oh. yeah yeah then
1: then all of a sudden like a ladies on a balcony like you know and then, you, there it is a straight up musical song and
0: yeah.
1: when they go oh my it's god like operatic have you been to me lately to me lately. lately lately i've been, I've been going been fucking, fucking crazy, crazy. Oh. I mean, come on, man. How the song builds up is so fucking hype in the weirdest
0: way. And then, like, the last note he hits, uh, that, like, high, and he holds it out for longer than anyone should. Yeah. <laughs> like, any longer than anyone I thought could. Yeah. Uh, And it's just such a cool way to intro the album, man. Dude, and
1: I love that uh, his I've been fucking crazy. It's like you yeah, feel that, man.
0: He's the that bitterness. The
1: strings come in and all the piano and it's a kind of a weird rhythm a little bit. And uh yeah, I just I sing along to the whole thing and just get teary-eyed <laughs> just like <laughs> loving it because I could just feel all that emotion and uh yeah, like you said that final note that he hits and I love that the clapping at the end just just wraps it all up with a bow that is just like, yes, like you – like the clapping at the end, it's like you are supposed to think I'm on stage singing this. Like that's – you know, <laughs> the curtain's closed right there like and everyone just like bursts out, you know, clapping. Another
0: dark, twisted fantasy thing. Right? Yeah. It might even be a reference.
1: It might even be a reference, dude. Yeah, that, that song, it's I, – I don't know if I'll ever get tired of it. And it's it's every time I hear certain lines, I just get like, ugh, just so many feels
0: oh man I you know I'm actually I'm having a tough time picking my second nug it's between two of them uh, I mean let's talk it out uh, let's talk it out because uh, I, I do love all the songs on this album it's not like there's a song I dislike or anything yeah uh, and, and this might look might be a little posery <laughs> but the, the two I'm thinking about right now are Some Nights and Carry On. Yeah, I mean, both fucking bangers, dude. I love how, like, motivated and, like, throttling, I guess, Some Nights sound. It has a lot of momentum behind it. The, this is you know, it,
1: boys. This is war. What, what are, are we, we waiting for? for? I mean, that's just what? so, like, uh, inspirational, dude. And... It, dude, I feel like I like, could, like, kill a bear listening to that song.
0: When we were in high school, my buddy said, like, he was going to try to get the marching band to play some nights. Uh, and that would have been every, awesome. So every time I – it never happened. Yeah. But every time I listen to the song, I imagine that, and I imagine how cool that would have been. So
1: cool. That's like a fucking movie moment.
0: Yeah, and, like, you know, there's just the singer at the front of it all, and he's like – I don't know. It's it's very theatric uh, in my mind. Epic. Uh but then there's Carry On, which is a little it's a little slower, it's a little more somber. Yeah. Uh but it's a little more personal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I connect with the lyrics a little more. Uh and I like how it builds up, you know. And it does eventually reach this big, you know, moment and ah uh, gosh.
1: Yeah. It's that's a tough one, dude. I mean, I have, every song is an honorable mention, so I'm not even going to go through that for me. <laughs> Literally every All song, right. except Why Am I the One, every song is an honorable mention. So yeah, Some Nights <laughs> and Carry On are fucking amazing, dude.
0: Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and decide, because this is where my heart is at the moment. I'm going to go with Carry, Carry on. on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. That is, that's a, uh, it's almost more inspirational than some nights for a totally different way, right?
0: Right. Yeah. They're not
1: manipulating you, your emotions with uh, rhythm and and you know structure in that way. He is. He's. They're manipulating <laughs> our emotions with their lyrics on this one.
0: Yeah, and and it's just the instrumentation of this track is interesting. Yeah, they have like a melodica in there, kind of like a, a sea shanty type. Vibe to it a little bit, <laughs> right. right? Yeah.
1: Like I could, I this is one I could picture like a lot of like people <laughs> swinging, you know. And I'll stand yeah, alone. and you're shanking
0: like a stone.
1: Carry on, <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh, right? oh. Like man, I could see that in like a medieval pub or whatever, dude. And then you have, and then you have that. And I like to think I can be. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh. So uh, <laughs> So good. Uh, so that uh, that is my second nug with a very close some nights. Yeah, uh, in third place. But let me ask you, sir, hmm. what is your second nug on the record? I feel
1: like this is going to surprise you even more than uh, my first one um, because it's the one I fucking hated on the record until I started listening to it again, and it's it gets better. Really? Yeah. Uh, I. It's so weird because that it's one of the worst intros on the song on the record. It's, I mean, it's a rough sell. It's a rough <laughs> sell to get past that first 20 seconds, I think, is asking a lot. But once it gets to the fucking do, 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 do,
0: do, 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 effect on his vocal is yeah
1: it's almost like they doubled up the vocals so it's
0: giving like a a weird like phasery effect and it's got like a little fuzz or something on some sort of
1: fuzz and that guitar just that dry it's very like post-punk pop punk you know and it's just so fucking catchy and i love that they go back to the the pre-chorus almost it's just like Breaking it down, the and then they pick yeah. it right back up like in the chorus. It's it's one that I think if I was a drummer, I would have the most fun playing this song.
0: This is probably the funnest song on the record. It's, it's yeah, if you were a drummer yeah, and a guitarist,
1: sure. that like it's so easy and simple. Um, but then I love like second verse, they have the really nice synthesizer pan synth stuff playing underneath and uh, there's something very, like,
0: very adolescent about it. (laughs) Um, I I know what you're saying. I don't know how to put it into words, though. I don't either. It's not childish. It's got, like, a youthful kind of energy. That's what it is.
1: It's youthful. If I was 15, 16, this is one I would be, like, driving my... Toyota matrix, just like drumming on my steering wheel the whole time, you know, just like singing at the top of my lungs. Uh, because when you're a teenager, man, how many times do you have to hear it gets better? All right. Like that's, I feel like that's when people hear that most in their lives is, is when you're a teenager and you're just like, God, I just can't figure anything out. And it's like, Hey, it gets better. And, uh, and I, I, yeah, there's something very fun and, and youthful and adolescent about this song. And I almost like how stupid and simple it is. But I still don't really like the weird triplet beat. <laughs> and it, but it's, <laughs> it's still one of my favorites. I,
0: I could definitely see what they were going for on that. And I can, I can, like, I can kind of, I don't know, change it a little bit in my head to make it a little better. But, yeah. I mean, that beat in particular. I really do like the rest of the song. And maybe it's like, maybe it sounds youthful and innocent for a reason. Because there are a lot of kind of uh, cynical, you know, themes on this album. Yeah. Um, And I feel like you just don't hear that a lot in
1: in music. At least I don't hear it a lot in the music that I listen to. Uh, a positive message <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and like on the nose, so positive too that you know, normally I would hate it. Uh, but yeah. in this instance, they just made the song so fun. Uh, I think it's, it's, it works so well.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, this, this is a, I, you could argue either way if this is like a hopeful or a cynical album. Cause it seems like they're the singer's trying to find strength through all this, you know, adversity, and through all these struggles that yeah. you know he happens upon. But like, it's it's tough, you know. You just gotta put one foot in front of the other one.
1: Whoa, oh, oh, I don't need a new
0: love or oh, a new life, just that's a better place, place to, to die. die. I feel like that's
1: also just so, uh, like, millennial. <laughs> I'm just like, ugh, fuck my life. Ugh, kill me. You know, so it's just like, he's saying, I just need a better place
0: to die. And people are just like, I feel that, dude. <laughs> and also, like, I, it was so, the ending of the record is so weird to me, right? Because, like, it's stars, it's a seven-minute song. I love and it song. And it ends on kind of this very heavily auto-tuned, what sounds like Nate kind of like, Moaning and like just freestyling noises into the mic. Yeah, it's like a vocoder thing. So cool. Not at all what you would expect from the end of a musical. No, you know that's true. Because it kind of ends on a flat note. Because it like eventually. But think like like, maybe instruments drop out. Maybe with everything just like him.
1: Yeah, sorry. Maybe with everything going on around it. You know, if if uh, all the instruments that aren't being played anymore are kind of just being carried off stage and they're just like clearing the whole scene <laughs> and all the, all the furniture is getting moved out and it just starts slowly going back down. How the songs, how the whole thing started, right? Where it's just him. Like it's maybe all the lighting I can, starts coming back I can in.
0: Definitely, I definitely, I definitely get that picture. Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. it
1: is just him and he's just kind of sitting there just emoting, you know? And uh, yeah, I think, I think it was very effective uh, way to end it, and very weird. But man, I really love this record, and I, you know, going into it, I was excited to listen to it again because I genuinely haven't listened to it in ten years. Um, sincerely, uh, man, I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it this
0: much. I really didn't. I'm glad you did, man. I I, I've been listening to this album consistently for like the last six or seven years or so i totally forgot about it well i'm you know what i'm glad happy 10 year anniversary to this album on the 21st i believe fun you guys fucking killed it on this record um you guys killed it i i got a great way that we can end this episode and it's called rating this thing on a on a scale dude what do you think about that i got a scale right here man i'm ready let's weigh this thing out
1: I'm going to add, uh, you know, a little bit of catchiness, a little bit of hip-hop, a little pop-punk. The weight's, you know, the scale's starting to get up a little bit. I I really, I mean, I liked this album a lot when it came out. I was overexposed to it, like many people were. Um, sure. Still, still really loved it, though. Haven't listened to it in 10 years. Went into this thinking, this is going to be fun, you know, reminiscing again. But uh, I really only listened to the big songs on this record. I mean, I knew... A couple of the other ones but the ones that really stuck with me were you know the 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 singles and going back now i just have such a deeper appreciation for this record i love the theatricality of it and the and the musicality i love how they blended in so many different genres uh nate's voice is incredible i mean yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: it's it's almost can't be understated or overstated i mean it's it's uh I really need to hear more from him. And it's a bummer that they didn't really do anything after this album. But if this is the last thing that we get from fun, like it is a great way to go out. Uh, So (laughs) I'm really honestly surprised at how high I'm going to rate this because I didn't think I was going to like it this much. And I'm going to give it like an 8.5. Wow. Okay. Honestly, like I see this as... You know just like we were saying on the royal blood episode and on a few other just a really good album is structured really really well and I'm, I'm i'm realizing that more go like the more that we do this and this record is structured so perfectly and even if it is a loose concept album it lands that, that is a fucking 10 out of 10 landing on the concept and on making me think that I'm watching a music I'm just listening to a sound, to a you know, a, a official soundtrack of whatever musical Nate Russ wrote is what it sounds like to me. And and I love it. I love the vibe. I love the whole thing.
0: Dang. So eight eight point 8.5, man. From the big man over here and this wasn't even on like either of our lists to check out.
1: Like <laughs> I, I remember when we first talked about this, I think you said that this album would have been one that you would have brought to the podcast anyway, if you, if you
0: had thought about it. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm sure I did think about it, but I was like, uh, like I don't know if it's, I we might as well get into my ratings because this is gonna be a part of it. Yeah. That this album is kind of hard to place because it's it is unique, and it's, you know, I it, it's one of a kind, but it's also not out crazy out of the box. It's not really doing anything to experimental or new and at the same time it seems like it might be kind of a hard sell for people at the same time it is so it's it's like i don't really know how to think about this album uh (laughs) and but i i mean i don't know just that it has had very little apparent influence was is kind of weird that is that is surprising Um, but I <coughs> take a drink. Take oh. a drink. Sorry, I'm going uh, uh, go through puberty.
1: <laughs> Listening to this album is making you go through puberty again.
0: I'm going through high school all over again. <laughs> uh, I love this record. I, I there's not a single bad track on here. I listen to it all the time. It's definitely like in my top five pop records. Dang. Uh, that's not saying too much, though, because I'm very picky about pop. Well, then, then it is Especially pop a lot. records.
1: Then it is saying a lot, you know? Um, it's so crazy we yeah. never talked about fun.
0: It's so weird. <laughs> well, it, it, we weren't making this podcast in 2012 or 2013. It's true. It's true. So they, you know, they kinda, um, it you, as you said, the structure of the record is great. The loose kind of concept theme is cool, how they like always go back to stars and they don't have any of the things that you dislike about concept albums. Yeah. Which is like being kinda cheesy and might maybe like doing recurring musical things too often. Try hard. Uh <laughs> um so I'm gonna give this one I'm gonna I feel comfortable putting this one in the eight point three region. I give it a higher rating than you? That doesn't sound right. Well, i've I've had I've had many years to it's true. to smoothen out this rock. It's true, and to to form it to the fine details
1: into the gem that it is today. Your <laughs> that is your opinion,
0: because like it's it's a great record, but it's not really one that I think of first. If you'd ask me to like think of great pop records,
1: yeah, it's gonna be one that I recommend now, though, for a lot of people. It's it's again i haven't thought of fun in, in in 10 years and uh and it's funny because i don't think you knew that i'd even heard this album before we decided no, to do it like, I, yeah you were like i assumed
0: you'd never heard this you're like
1: did you ever hear any of these songs on the radio and and i was like oh dude i've heard this album a 100 times already like i heard it so much when it first came out and uh but yeah it was it, it it's such a uh just a really good well composed record it's well produced really well written uh it hits all it hits all the marks man it hits all the marks and i and i think i my rating probably would go down a little bit because i'm just feeling like very passionate about it right now like i'm i'm very happy that i had to listen to this album you know
0: man i'm you know i'm happy for you for that (laughs) because i was i it's really hard to there's only one person i've ever talked to maybe two who had heard this entire record before wow and i thought it was so I, I much mean, bigger than that i maybe i don't know it's, it could be a generation thing could they be. both they both liked it but i you know it's it's just hard to know the consensus on stuff like that when you don't really do any like research into it it makes
1: sense though because like i'm i'm what 7 years older than you i thought it was like 15 uh, so you were born in like the '70s, right? I was born in 1987. Okay, were there
0: still like computers around then,
1: or no, no computers? We were still just playing with rocks.
0: Okay, right, like sticking hoops crack and crack that stuff.
1: Right, that was big in the '80s. <laughs>
0: that was, I I heard that was huge. Dude, they were so
1: cheap. Like that's all. I just played with them all day, like marbles. And dude,
0: we have Ronald Reagan to thank for all that. Thank Thank you, you, Mr. Reagan. Reagan. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I I think it
1: it honestly was like, because I'm uh, a thousand years older than you, that the people, people, my age, this is probably way bigger. I feel like I could ask anyone that's like 30 or above uh, if they've, if this album was like huge and I bet I would get a lot more
0: yeses than, than what you did. I mean, I don't know, man. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't, You tell us what y'all thought of the record. Uh like what did you think about it when it came out? If you listen to it again recently, what do you think about it now? Do you like it it, do you like it more, do you like it less? Do you not like it at all? Why don't you just tell us why do we have to pry your fucking teeth open? to To get an opinion out of you. I need to know. And, look, you can tell us on Instagram, ebpcast, Jean-Luc Guitard, Fred Hanrahan. You can tell us on Podbean, iTunes. Fucking so many places. YouTube. Text
1: me. My number is (laughs) 555-TEXT.
0: Yeah, what's what's the address real quick? 555-TEXT. That's your home address as well? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so 555-TEXT, California. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead and ship it. They'll know where to put it. Just ship us. Just ship <laughs> us. Do you guys ship us? Do you think we're your OTP? Yeah, come on. Am I your main? Am I? Am I, your I main? just want to be someone's main. Here's here's the thing that's been the most disappointing about this podcast, and I feel like I say this every episode that I bring a new disappointing thing about this podcast. Yes, yeah. Um, but there's like no fanfic. There's no fan art of us like kissing. Yeah, you know, y'all know and what we look ca- like. You know what we look like. You know what we're trying to do with this podcast. Come on, I need some. It, it seems like a failing on your part.
1: I, I constantly look up earbuds podcasts on DeviantArt Art, and nothing comes up. Right. So it's it's always really disappointing.
0: Um. But thank you all for listening. Hey, thanks, buddies. <laughs> Brett, what would you rate this episode? I rate this episode at eight point five out of ten. I'm gonna rate it an eight point three, just a little little lower just didn't like it as much as me huh? you know
1: there was a couple things i said uh, you know i was right I'm, I'm my own worst critic
0: you're your own worst enemy yeah good song <laughs> maybe we should talk about lit on the next episode oh uh, i was
1: thinking uh less than j what is
0: it like the Cause I'm my own worst enemy. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, that's the generation
1: gap. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, buddies. Thanks for listening, Brett. Uh,
0: was this good? Lucas, this, this was good. This was good. Uh, bye buddy.
1: Bye. Y'all. Three, two, one. Now, now, stop, pre- stop now. Now.